What's up, headbangers? Welcome to another episode of the Talk Louder podcast, where we geek out on all things rock and roll. Hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Leave us your likes and comments. You can also leave likes and comments on our Facebook page. Follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram at TalkLouder underscore podcast. And of course, our website, TalkLouderPodcast.com, where you'll find links to all of our previous episodes, including episode number 61, which features today's guest, bass player Frank Bello from Anthrax is returning to the Talk Louder podcast today. How cool is that? Amazing. Yeah. Second time for Frank Bello. We also just had Charlie Benante on the show recently. So uh, we are uh, very lucky and thankful that we've had uh, the Anthrax camp has been so gracious to us, I should say. We're the grateful ones. I'm glad that they are, uh, you know, snapping out and bringing, uh, bringing the metal back because, you know, I know, you know, uh, Charlie's been vocal about it. And so has Frank, especially, uh, you know, just in his, with his life, with his book. And, uh, the first time we had Frank, he was, you know, we were talking about his book. Right. Uh, but you know, we were also, uh, hot on the you know current events of COVID, just like breaking down the whole entertainment business ultimately, um, and the fact that they have like this tour that's like selling out every oh. night. Uh, I don't know why I'm acting so surprised because uh, I guess I just didn't expect it to blow up like that but the package is pretty it's strong uh, yeah um, respectful you know uh pretty yeah. pretty surprisingly strong uh and hate breed is uh perfect for the bill as well because they're all three acts are nothing alike in my opinion yeah, it's a good bill. Uh, it's all heavy, heavy in its own different way, each band in its own different way, I guess. We're talking Anthrax, Black Label Society, yeah. and, uh, and Hatebreed. And uh, yeah, as you said, it's doing very well. Uh, I think people are just starved for, you know, a great rock show. That's, where I, that's where I was taking it. Yeah, I think yeah. that, I think that the, the not just a few months or one year or two over two years, a lot of people had to shut down their camp and had yeah. to get busy doing other things. And Yeah. And um, because we had Frank on the show once before, we took a deep dive into Anthrax with him on our previous episode, episode 61. And we were talking about his book, Fathers, Brothers and Sons, uh, which I highly recommend, by the way. And I'm not just saying that because he's going to be on the show today, but I read as many rock and roll autobiographies and biographies as I can get my hands on. And I thought that one was fantastic. And what I liked about it was it wasn't just all about the dirt and the shenanigans that goes on with being in a successful rock band. I felt like when I was done with the book that I got to know Frank as a human being. And that was uh, probably one of the things I liked most about it. So if you haven't uh, picked up his book, Fathers, Brothers and Sons, do so. I'm and guilty. Have I haven't. I don't have it. I want it. Yeah, it's a I'm it's a good one. To eventually it's a good sit down with it. Yeah, 
But I know you're you you read very slow. If I loaned you the book, you'd have it for another five years. <laughs> you, you well, not five years because I would feel bad if I had it that long. But. You'd give it back unfinished. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm afraid to borrow or lend anything ever again because I still haven't seen my rose tattoo book, and I yeah. cried like a baby on my social media trying to get that thing back. Lesson learned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm hoping we can do with Frank today, since we were had things, things were it was a more serious conversation on the previous episode. I'd like to pick his brain today about the, uh, the what it's like to be on the road and touring and uh, bringing this music to the people. I think there's a lot of myths and misconceptions about what it's like to live on a tour bus and live out of a suitcase. And uh, Frank for, four, was, for forty years. Yeah, for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. Here, he, here he is. I'm letting him in now. Okay, let him in. Frank's trying to join us. Well, his I'm trying to join you. Hi, guys. Yeah, hey. hi. Hi, Frank. I, I see the, your microphone's I apologize. on. No, you're good. Yeah, I, and I, I suck at this. You guys know this already. I suck at this really bad. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I was not going to bring that up. Nah. Uh, you, know, from, you know me very well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, your video. You, mute, you mute it. You just unmuted your mic. Now you can. There's okay. a look. For, look for camera. Look for a start. I, mean, I swear, video. I know. I'm on my phone right now, and it just yeah. won't give me the camera thing. Damn wow. it! Hold on. Should be start video. I'm press this. All right, zoom. Okay, we, we go. Frank, we can Not edit that. this oh, out. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Ta -da! Hey, dude. All right. I don't know if you, you want it. to see this face right now. <laughs> Oh, How are you boys? Uh, face of a rock and roll, unshaven, yeah. Road dog. <laughs> I like I like your glasses. Road dog in the back of Thanks, I can't see without him right now. I can't see. Yeah, I understand. Do that's, you a, wear, that's a sign of the times. Do you wear contacts? No, I can't wear contacts because my wonderful eyes get like infected with contacts. I'm one of the, the rare lucky people that can't whoa. wear contacts. It's wonderful. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, Two whoa. times, so can, I would can love you? it. Can we get you to turn your uh, phone uh, horizontal? Yes, we can. I can even do that. Yeah, there we go. Now I've you're gotten advanced now, guys. Come on. I know my look, stuff. Look now you're looking like a million dollars. You, I don't, I don't you know mind what I'm doing the... here. Go ahead. Okay. Um, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to shut this back door. I'm in the back of the a lounge of the bus. Mm -hmm. And this, these fucking air door, these air doors. The air decides when it wants to work and when it doesn't. I'm about to fucking pull this thing down. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> this goes right into what I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> well, while you're while you're rebuilding the back lounge of the bus, uh, uh, we, Dave had a great question. I'm going to steal it from him. What really well, yeah. kind of how would you describe like 40 years of living out of a suitcase on the road? Well, you know, guys. You know, you guys know me. Um, I'm pretty straight ahead and I love this lifestyle, but when you haven't done it for almost three years, it's to be honest with you guys right now, not even joking. It was really hard to come back into the rhythm of it. Like I'm just starting to feel, I mean, this is like the seventh show of the tour. I'm just starting to feel like I'm, I I've done this for a living for all my life. You know, what I mean? right. It's just so strange yeah. to come from your fucking basement, come yeah. from your basement and all of a sudden just jump right into this again. You guys have been through this. Yeah. It's just really weird. Um, so I'm, I'm in the back of my tour bus, which I've spent all my life, right? All my life in, in a tour bus. And it was very foreign to me walking on it. 
for the first time again in almost three years. It's very strange that this is my home now, blah, 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 all this stuff, you know, the daily life. Well, we're glad you're doing it because we're looking forward to seeing you in Austin. And I know that the tour is going well so far. And I was telling Jason before you joined us uh, that we had you on the show once before. And at that time, and by the way, uh, you were one of my favorite guests. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the show Thank today. You. I love that episode. And back on that episode, we took sort of a deep dive into Anthrax and sort of the history of being in the band. And we also talked at length about your book, Fathers, Brothers and Sons, which I was just telling yeah. Jason, I think is probably one of the better books I've read. Uh, and I read a lot of rock and roll autobiographies and biographies. Um, so if you don't mind humoring us today, and it's great that you joined us the way you did, because what I wanted to talk about a little bit is the glitz and glamour of being on the road and touring. And so how many people are currently living on that tour bus with you? Because I don't think most people know. Most people probably think it's the band members and a driver and maybe a roadie. But I'm guessing you've probably got a handful more people on that bus than just that. Well, uh, as you guys know, this has been a while in the making this tour and it's a great tour look this, these are either selling out or packed every night so i'm very happy to be back and we're very fortunate very grateful for what we do but um on this thing we really decided because of covid specifically is to have two separate tour buses one for the crew uh and one for the band which is really nice because i love a good condo about you know the bigger one so you know bang, bang your head every morning uh which i'm notoriously doing all the time um yeah so we just to stay away from the possibility of COVID, like put it this way, guys, you know, we played LA last week and this is how crazy touring is now. You know, everybody's wearing masks and stuff backstage. We can't let anybody backstage because we call it the bubble. It's called bubble touring now. Yeah. It's just unfortunate because you can't see your friends and your family and all that, all that stuff. Like immediate family are allowed back because we're with them all the time, but it's really tough, but it's a different game now. Um, this, this COVID thing, we're trying to, have everybody just away. God forbid one of us goes down. It's, it's a really tough time. You, you lose a load of money and the tour hurts, you know, and you, nobody can afford that right now. It's just it's too much at stake. So we're just trying to be limited like where we're going and stuff and, and how many people interact with us. And even in our meet and greets, we want to talk. Look, I want to talk, shake everybody's hand and hug them, all that good stuff and, and take pictures. But even in the meet and greets, there has to be like a distance. And everybody understands. Everybody's cool about it just trying to keep the tour going and, uh, and not get sick because it's so it's, it goes like this. So I'll tell you, we played one of the bigger shows on the tour, sold out LA uh, Palladium show last week. An hour before the show, <laughs> we found out that one of the guys on the crew who were in the dressing room without a mask was talking right close to us and he came and he had it. He, I mean, it, was, it wasn't his fault, nobody's fault. It just happened. He didn't even know he had it, but that went into panic mode. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know how fast this thing can spread. It went yeah. into panic mode and thank God we had a great show and it all worked out. Nobody else got it. And he's better now. Thank God. And uh, it's just it's just that's how fast it is. It's a different way of living on on tour now. guys. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, it's not as comfortable as it can be because I want to hang out with my friends like last night. I had some really great old school friends. I couldn't even see them. You know, I've invited them to the show, of course, and see the show. Just can't have them back, you know. I you know, wave them with the mask. Hey, how you doing from afar? Yeah. And uh, then you know you do a FaceTime thing, and it all works that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You bring up a good point, and I, I guess that so. 
So you're out with Black Label Society and Hatebreed, uh, a great tour yeah. package, awesome tour package. And I know that uh, you're tight with the Black Label guys especially, and I know you and JD uh, tend to – I've seen some of your interviews. You guys are great together because you riff off each other. And I you thought he was going to be on. Oh, dude, I thought we he was going to be on this. With the, we were supposed to have him. Yeah, we, we were supposed, supposed to have, have him, him, and the, I guess the logistics didn't allow. So uh, we said, okay, fine, we'll settle for Frank. <laughs> no, I'm just sloppy kidding. second, Frank. I know. No, it's fine. But um, no, I'm kidding. We, yeah, we do I'm have kidding. fun. I'm the kidding. Only problem with, with, oh, of course, but with, with JD and I, we know each other quite a long time, and we finish each other's sentences. It's it's a goof. We had a good time. So yeah, we'll do it again. I'm not worried about that. So I, I was going to ask. I know it's early in the tour, but it's keeping with the theme of touring. Uh, has there been any Spinal Tap moments yet? Uh, or are is things kind of clicking along okay? Or have you had any? Any, any, uh, you know, it's it's always fun uh, to start a tour. And you know, three years, it's, it's been we've never been off this long. You guys know that, but um, we have the, it's a big rock show. We have the staging on this stuff, and and try and you know, there's always a little a little something that you try, I, I constantly fall, you know. And this staging, we have the grading staging, we have the steps and stuff. So I'm I'm in I'm really cautious because I know it's going to happen. You're going to see a video of me. I guarantee it's going to get out there. It hasn't happened yet, but I will face plant. I will face plant oh, on no. this. So I'm, I'm notoriously, but dude, it's going to happen. I, I just, if we talked about it right now, let's remember this day that we're talking about it right now. <laughs> I'm going to catch my shoe in one of these, one of these steps and you will see, and then we will laugh about it. Like we are right now, even You're, harder. You just but no, not yet. So, But I'm yeah. waiting for it. We're laughing totally. in advance. Look, look, yeah. let's, let's face it. As, as my mom say, I was born a klutz, right? I was, I was born a klutz, and it's always happened. I fall everywhere. So it just, as we're talking right now, we'll get on together next time when it's done and it's on video and everybody's laughing. And we'll laugh, we'll laugh at Frank together. I mean, the third person, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not yet, but it's, it's bound. It's bound. Do you so think, that, do you think that it might be, be possible to bad eyesight? <laughs> good, good. Yes, of course, because I don't have my glasses on the stage. Of course, I mean, thank you for that. I That's mean, my out. I mean, that, that could be your that could be your full excuse. You know, that, uh, it could be your doctor's note that you bring bring to school. Please excuse little Frankie. He has really bad eyes, and that's why he fell down, and that's why he's late for the one. Exactly. Thank you. And, and Jason, David, couldn't find the one. Has had to climb back up. Jason and David will preempt that and say, look, we knew this was going to happen, but Frankie doesn't want his glasses on stage. It's just what happens. So we have to excuse him. We'll, we'll take care of you, man. We'll take care of you. Well, the, the, <laughs> the beautiful yeah. thing is that, is that all you guys uh, are fun and humble and, and are, you, you guys are your, your own, like, funny target. You guys can make fun of yourselves at the drop of a dime. All you guys, you know, oh, yeah. man, this. and Yeah, you guys have always. Anthrax always had a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even in real life, uh, in the songs and even in real life. Some of you guys' lyrics are funny. Some of you, you know, so yeah. there's there's characters going on. There's, there's definitely serious and dark and crazy moments going on in your songs. But, but you guys have always had uh, t some tongue-in-cheek. So when you're when you're out oh, on, yeah. when you're out on the road, uh, Frank, 
uh, inquiring minds want to know what are the top what are the things what are the must have items when you stop at a truck stop what do you always buy you want to get real yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely Let's do, do we want to get real <laughs> i didn't expect that you want me to say some bullshit no, you want me to tell you the fucking <laughs> truth <laughs> well is, is it the real touring, the real touring that has to happen, you better make sure those wipes are around somewhere because you don't know when and where you have to go on when there's going to be a toilet, right? And that's just, I hate to talk about it. It's bathroom humor, yes, but this is the reality of the road. So you better have those wipes because, look, the whole thing, you got to find a, a clean toilet. So I wanna, I'm wiping things down. Dude. I don't, I'm not sitting on anything. It's, everything's wiped down and everything's clean. Like my, It's got to be my home for that five, 10 minutes, whatever I'm in there. It's my home, the yeah. home bowl advantage I bring everywhere. Home that's the way it's gotta be, my home, <laughs> the home bowl advantage. And look, that's key to success right there. And then it's everything else, you know, like the toothpaste, all that nonsense, you gotta get gooped up and stuff. And um, I, truck stops are my favorite because you go in there, it's like, it's a, it's a candy, like literally a candy store, but I just buy everything there. So, so truck stops the first, but I always, you know, long, long drive, we had one the other night that I was, Let's face it, you wake up and it's wake and go, right? Yeah. yeah. I had to find one and you have a bunch of truck drivers. You have a bunch of truck drivers that are competing for the team. So it's yeah, fun. that's true. Uh, yeah, it's easy to and lose your cool. lose Practical. your per diem in there. Yeah, and you <laughs> lose and your, your per diem in a truck stop. And your lunch, whatever, because the smell in that thing is beyond. <laughs> is there's this new level of human. It's not even human. That smell altogether is not human. It's like I went to a truck stop the other night, and my God, like it's that thing come out of you. There's no way. There's a bunch of humans doing this. It's like I know. Look, everybody's everybody shits things. The truth of the matter is that was a new, new level because you went in like I'm not hungry. You know, after that you came out of the bathroom. I'm not hungry. I'm good. You know, you, you don't need for a while. Mm. Yeah, no, I, no, I'm sorry for the bathroom, you guys. It's no, just that, the no. truth. I asked the question, and uh, you know, yeah. as audience members, we could say the same thing because typically when we go to an anthrax gig, we end up in a porta potty, and uh, we don't even have oh. the wipes. So, you got to carry it. I have a good question that this this will get us out of the gutter for out of the truck stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I I. In my sort of like in the crazy cartoon in my mind, especially since you guys, it's the band on their own bus, uh, a like some kick-ass kind of coffee maker on the bus that you guys brought in that has its own fucking road case or something. Am I right? Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Like seriously, brew some serious, this bus smells delicious. And yes. you get up in the morning, dude, you know, your morning for us is you know, 10 o'clock, something like that. Yeah. It's the best, you, you could fly with the smell of this bus of coffee, <laughs> heavenly coffee beans. You get up and everything's fresh. good. Everything's, ah, it's fresh. It's yeah. fresh, it counters the other stuff we were talking about. So that makes up for everything. Fresh it's and caffeinated. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's, everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's ready. Everybody gets it. Cause you know, the anticipation is right there. I smell well, you, my bunk, you, somebody pops in. No, somebody's still. Are you guys drinking? Ahead, uh, are you guys? I'm sorry. Are you guys drinking? Uh, Jason. Charlie's coffee or whose coffee? You guys. It's a, what do you? No, what, what's on Starbucks. the menu? Everybody's oh, got, it's 
Oh, it's yeah, there's a bunch of it's, it's a, yeah, there's a bunch of Starbucks stuff on there, but everybody's got their own little thing, and concoction. it's all good. But yeah. um, concoction, everybody's got their little power, you know. Whatever gets them through it, you know. Everybody's got their flavor, you know. Because you, you come, remember, guys, you're coming. I'm blocking you. Um, we're coming from home, so everybody wants their comfort of home, right? Yeah. And bring it out a little bit, so everybody has their little taste of home in that coffee. So right yeah. now, I have to, my because of my doctor's orders, I'm on decaf right now. It sucks. Uh, um, oh, uh, well, but that's, it's better than I know. It's tough. Um, it's tough you, because I had to give are, up caffeine. Are you okay? Um, are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it just good. It was it was uh, it was recommended. Okay. Plus, let's face, it, I'm too hyper as it is. It's time to bring it down a little bit. That's what we love about you. Uh, here, here's another question we'll get out of the truck stop. Um, and, and, and this I, I have okay. to ask. I just have to ask because you're so close to the source. Um, the Pantera reunion. Um, Charlie yeah, yeah. is a part of that, obviously. And Zach from Black Label is a part of that. So you're on the inner loop of this. Yep. And obviously, it's blown up the uh, the internet. It's controversial in some ways. There's a lot of people that are excited about it. You, as an insider... When Charlie got the news about this possible reunion, was there any trepidation about doing it? And number two, um, as an insider, do you have any inclination that there might be something beyond the tour, like perhaps um, new music being recorded? That I have no knowledge of, but I can tell you the other side of it. How, from my point of view, uh, look, we've done a lot of touring uh, with Pantera in our, in our day. Uh, they, we, we were family. You have to understand Anthrax and Pantera. We were very much family. Uh, Dime played on a few of our records. Yeah. yeah, we were very, very close to these guys. So Charlie has also had a really close relationship with, with Dime and uh, and Vinny. Uh, we all did. We all did. Um, they got the right guy. If there's one guy who play drums, who play the, the right way, the songs the way they should be. I think Vinny would say this too. Rest his soul. We were very, very close with these guys. This would be like another family member joining that, paying tribute to these guys. So for me, right. as, a, as a Pantera fan, yes, uh, I'm, I'm stoked on it. I think Zach's awesome. We talk about it every day. I, you know, we're, we're close with Zach. We've known him for years. So this is a, a great time. I think it's a celebration of, of Pantera. I think it's going to, I'll be the first one in line for a ticket. Uh, yeah. I'll be loving this. I think it's a great, it's a great tribute for also for the people who haven't seen Pantera. These guys will do the right job of representing Pantera. I think if, if, if it was to be done, this is the right way. To, in my opinion, in my opinion, I'd want to see this just because, man, it's going to be done right and respectful, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So, uh, look, and just a little selfishly, I've been jamming with Charlie Benanti for all my life. He's a relative of mine. It's great that a bigger stage is going to a big group of people a bigger group of people are going to see how great he truly is as a drummer i think people are going to see that and say wow uh something that we've known for a long time so it's it's just a, it's going to be a great thing and um, it's a tribute uh i'm looking forward to it i'm a pantera fan it's going to yeah. be emotional totally totally and yeah, that yeah. should be it's that's part of the tribute yeah. right because yeah. we all miss them and now maybe we can feel them again a little bit that's the way i look at it man this is these, these riffs from Dime, you know, the Vinny, you just feel it. It's it's really a feeling inside. It, they went way beyond music, those guys. You know, you got to think about that. They went way beyond music. They, they touched you, in my opinion. They touched yeah. people inside. And uh, that music is a celebration of it. So, yeah, 
I, I look forward to all these people, not, not only us fans that have seen him and hung out with Pantera, but the people who haven't had a chance to see it. It's a, yeah. I think it's going to be a great representation um, of, of a tribute. I think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amen. Hey, let's plug your solo EP. Rare uh, Bird. Yeah, thanks. Tell I forgot about, about that. Uh, then I'm right. Gone, I believe, is the, is the title. And, yeah. And you play all the instruments? Yeah, except drums, because I'm not a very good drummer. But, you know, you guys, we've talked about this before. There's a lot of stuff going on in my book but that, that brought up a lot of angst again. And I, I had this stuff, and the book was done. I said, how do I get this out? Literally, how do I get this out? And I had these songs. It just lent itself right to it. And um, there's a little more. I mean, if you, people like the altitudes and attitude thing I did with Dave Ellison a while back. Mm -hmm. uh, this will be more of a continuation of that. If you like that, it's like it's hard rock. Uh, me singing, um, it's just something that had to happen. And here's what happened. I was going to put it out later on, but my publisher from the book heard it. Uh, and he really loved the songs. And he said, we should put this out around the same time as the paperback when that comes out, which is November 2nd. Uh -huh. So uh, it really, it really works. And it just, you know, it's, uh, you guys have read the book, you know, it's the lyrics are straight I'm, out. I'm late the to the game. I'm b being honest. I, I haven't broke it yet. I need to check it out. Okay. No, well, you, it's, you will. And I'm sure you <clears> will. Looking but thank you, it. Jason. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So it, and that's what it is. So it's, 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 an, it's dipping my toes into it a little bit. And people have been asking me about it since the altitudes and attitude thing. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. It's something we'll do some shows. I have, I have a, a side band that, you know, when, when Anthrax is off, and uh, it's something to dip my toes into a little bit. You, um, we I, obviously you mentioned that you're touring sort of in a bubble, and uh, but one of the traditions when bands go on tour, and because you're so close to Black Label, I wanted to ask this. Uh, there's there's traditionally the last last gig of the tour prank where I can't remember if the headliner pranks the, the opener or if it's the other way around. Uh, and I know you're trying to be careful because of COVID and everything, but uh, are, are you already coming up with some sort of strategy to, to, to bust on the black label guys from the last night of the tour? Well, there's always something, but you know, that I'm looking forward to um, learning those little parts about, you know, cause you look for the, you know, the, the little things that you want to get, like what, what they rely on. I don't, I don't know because this is, you got to be careful, like because of COVID, but we all, this is a fun tour, dude. This is a fun, sure. nobody, you know what I mean? There's a lot of ball busting on this tour. Oh a lot of God. laughing. If you go backstage, fucking yeah, it's Zach, just nonstop. Dude, is Zach the king of ball busting or fucking what? Ball busting, it's not, it's oh, nonstop. It's, it's, it's awesome. You know, all I have to say backstage, when, you know, JD. So when JD and Zach are together, I can just start off and I say, Yankees Mets go, and that's all I have to say. JD is a diehard Mets fan, and he oh. literally watches it every day. Every, every kind of trade, everything's going nuts. And there's a bunch of I'm a Yankee fan too, so it's kind of tough. So all I have to do is say Yankees Mets go, and it'll just go. And Zach will just say, "Well, you know they fucking no, they're having their World Series now. They're during you know, when they need it, they're not going to be." It's, it's so fucking great. I love it. It's <laughs> it's great that I can start something like that. But uh, there will be. You know, again, this is like this is like the first week and a half into the tour. There'll be more more to come. And, uh, oh, I'm sure. Mobile, mobile busting. So that end of the tour should be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we can do more of this tour. This tour, it's doing really well, thankfully. Um, so yeah. what I like when when a package does this well, 
and everybody gets along so well. I always look forward to because this talk about a second leg sometime. Uh, yeah. I would like that because we haven't hit a lot of areas. Um, so you never know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I, 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 for one, want to thank you and the powers that be for putting together such a strong bill because, uh, like like you, the fans have been starved for live concerts yeah. and good music. And, and what a way to come back with, uh, with a strong triple bill like this. Uh, I know that we're looking forward to it here in Austin. We're going to see you on Tuesday um, yeah. at Stubbs. My, my son is a huge Black Label fan, and I'm an old-school Anthrax fan. Uh, so this is this is a great package for both of us. Some good father and son time. Um, Absolutely. You know, David, let me let me say something on that real quick. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah. We're please. seeing a lot of that like father and son thing. Mothers, daughters. We're seeing a lot of people bringing their kids to these shows. So you know, this whole metal thing we grew up with. We're seeing the turnover of generations. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of brothers bringing older brothers bringing their their younger brothers and sisters to the shows. There's a lot of kids. I mean, last time we played the casino, 21 and over, and you felt that the kids weren't there. It was so weird. You could feel that in the crowd, you know, when you miss that kind of energy. Uh, and the rest of them are all, all, uh, all ages. But I'm so happy that you're doing that because I think that's a rite of passage. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, yes. really, it's really cool to see that. I think they're going to appreciate it. Your son will appreciate that later on in life beyond words. You won't even realize it, but they will. They'll get something, whatever they like the band. You said he's a really big black label fan. They totally. take more of that. Man, come on, you dad did this, did this for me. How cool is that? How cool is that? Yeah, I, I applaud that, dude. Very cool. Yeah, yeah there's a good there's good parenting going on in heavy metal. Yeah, yeah I agree. And we see yeah. it every day at our meet and greets. Our meet and greets because we get to meet people and talk with them. And actually, our meet and greets are literally people just hanging out with us and asking any question. So we see a lot of the families coming. It's it's really beautiful to see that because they genuinely are into it because their mom or dad got got into this one of the year and this this brought them to this place and it's just really fun to see this. Yeah, yeah. My son plays three or four instruments and he's got a record awesome. collection that's starting to rival mine and his taste in music is all Metallica, Anthrax, Black Label, Sepultura, Slipknot. Right. It's, you know, it's good stuff and we go to all right. the gigs that we can. Um, we had Charlie. Go ahead. Oh, I'm saying, I'm, let's face it, the next generation, the next music has to come from somewhere. So when I hear things like that, it inspires me, you know, because it's been really good to us. I, I want to see this thing carry on, make people feel good that, like we have, we've had this great ride, right? All of us, this music yeah. listeners, yeah. Uh, with this great metal thing. And it's got to come from somewhere in the next generation. So when I hear that, that he's playing guitar and stuff like that, that could be the next anthrax black label that's that's just great to hear you know it reminds yeah. me it reminds me of a full circle and this has to do with the story you told us last time mm -hmm. about when you were hanging out electric ladyland stuff like that on the street and you yeah. you know you met gene yeah and you got to you know here's little frankie and yeah. he remembered that and he always remembered that and i think that that was like uh, the power for you to continue and to strive yeah. to do what it is that you're still doing. Absolutely. And it goes yeah. a long way. I mean, look, yeah. Gene, Gene remembers this, this. He wrote the forward to my book because of that. You know, he yeah, I know, I know that. That's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing that, I mean, he remembers, he still has all these great memories. He's got a great recollection. So when I, when I see that, it makes me, it pushes me further. It pushes yeah. me further when yeah. I think about that. So when I hear 
a great story like that you bring in your son that pushes me further it's it's the next stage it's it's awesome yeah listen i know we got to let you go here in a couple minutes but i wanted to ask you one more question we had charlie on the show um a couple weeks ago and i asked him this question but now i want to ask you anthrax is together 40 years as a band you've obviously made a successful career out of music um You've also written your autobiography. You now have a solo EP. You broke musical ground and barriers with Public Enemy. You've played Yankee Stadium. You're part of the Big Four. You've been on Married with Children. What else is there on the Mad- bucket list? Madison for- Square supporting Iron Maiden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's left on the bucket list for Frank Bello? You know what's great? Uh, I don't think any of us on this thing right now, people watching this i don't think we know that it's not great that we don't know that you just want to go for it i, mm-hmm. I don't want to I, don't, I think it should be limitless like even yeah. with people asking about the new anthrax stuff music and stuff yeah it's gonna be it will be but not now but it will be coming out eventually i just think i don't i think just keep going just keep going for it like oh god you guys been together for 40 years and look i like us to be together together for 50 years right yeah. I, i'm sure. having a good ride I'm having a good time. People are feeling good at our shows. This is, you know, there's enough bullshit in the world. This, this, this thing that this music thing makes people feel good. Isn't that a good thing to have? Yeah, so, amazing. Um, it's the best. I, 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 it's the best. We, we have this outlet. All of us guys. We, all of us. We have this great outlet of metal music. How great is this, man? We, how fortunate are we? That's the way I look at it now. Because the, the outside world is pretty shitty, and we yeah. can come back to this and feel comfortable and make us feel good again. And so this, this is our outlet. This is our valve, that valve release, right? Yeah. So look yeah. At well, there's work to be done. You know, there's always work to be done, but it's also a yeah. safe place for you guys. It's it's where you go to be warm. It's where you go to feel yeah. love. And it's not like it's it's me, me, me. It's a place to go where you can create so you can give some back. Yeah, it is exactly. Jason, you hit it on the head, man. It's, it's really getting that energy together with fans, and that's really important. We haven't felt that in a while. Yeah. That's what's so great about being on tour again, live, live performances, man. That interaction when a fan comes and gets it all out, right? And we can do the same thing from the stage, so that builds that one energy together, man. That's what we've been missing because it's been a long time, right? And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's back. Well, there's well, people that absolutely love what you guys create, and it's always going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully. Yeah, we're, we're very we're very grateful for all this yeah. stuff. To be around doing this stuff in this, this level, we're very fortunate. We're very happy about that. Yeah. We're grateful. Frank, we want to respect your time. I know we, we, we need to cut you loose, but uh, we do appreciate you talking to us again for the second time. Always great. Uh, Dude, guys, always great talking to you guys. We have a blast all the time, so it's always yeah. fun. Thank yeah, you. man. And, and I appreciate you being a good sport with all the silly tour questions, but I wanted to get onto something lighter and a little different. Uh, no, it's all good, man. It's fun. Yeah. We will see you in uh, Austin on Tuesday and uh, with Black yes, Label Society and Hatebreed. And how long does the tour go on? We have another three three weeks on this, I think. All uh, right. I think this is the last show is yeah, around the end of the month. So we're having okay. fun, man. It's good. It's a good all tour. Right. Awesome. So for all our listeners out there, keep your eyes out. They'll be coming to a town near you. Go see this great bill, Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Hatebreed. I'm Metal Dave Glessner, along with my co-host, Jason McMaster. We thank you, Mr. Frank Bello, for joining us again on another episode of the Talk Louder podcast. Thanks, guys. You guys be well, okay? Stay safe. Thanks, Thanks, man. You do the same. See you Tuesday. Peace.